0: My name is Branko Melodic and you are listening to the Talking Architecture and Design Podcast brought to you from the Architecture and Design Network. Today I am delighted to begin the first of five podcasts in our 2023 sustainability series proudly brought to you in association with Architectural Window Systems. AWS strives to be at the forefront of innovation with window and door systems that provide flexibility, energy efficiency, sustainability, comfort, and the ability to maximize natural light. Our window and door systems help architects meet the seven-star minimum energy efficiency requirements for newly built homes, apartments, and renovations, as well as Section J requirements on all commercial projects with an extensive range for residential and commercial projects designed, tested and made right here in Australia. Our products are available through 200 licensed fabricators nationwide. AWS sources its aluminium from Inex where 55% of their aluminium is considered low carbon aluminium. So for more information, contact AWS at www.awsaustralia.com.au today to find the right solution for your project. And in today's podcast, we talk with Hamid Samavi from Orossi, who will talk about the sustainable practices going on in residential design. I hope you enjoy this podcast.
1: I always um, thought there is a lack in the market because there was that this connection between architects and builders and developers. So I always had the dream of sort of bringing everything under one umbrella, and uh, that was Orocy. It wasn't easy, but um, now we do everything in-house, starting from investment, finding the sites, um, doing the architecture, um, doing the construction, and also marketing it in-house. Um, And and the focus is around sustainability. Um, So by doing it, sort of by having that uh, integration, vertically integrated system, everyone focuses on the main goal, which is sustainability and um, high quality uh, in in what we are delivering. Okay.
2: Actually, before we go on, what does a Rossi mean?
1: Orosi is a, a, is, a, a, is a Persian terminology. Um, it's it's a, an architectural um, sort of terminology. And uh, back then, they uh, before imperial system, they used this as a measuring system. So in Japanese architecture, they have tatami, which is a type of rock. Uh, if they want to measure a room, they say five tatamis or ten tatamis. And in in Persian architecture, they used to have doors, so they would say, uh, "This room is five doors or seven doors," and they used to measure Persian rocks with that as well. So you would do a Persian rock that would fit uh, 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 that size.
2: Okay. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because uh, the English stone actually was a stone originally. Right. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the same thing, then, isn't it? Sure very similar okay so you guys describe yourselves as as a visionary property investment development and construction company operating mainly or primarily rather in the residential and mixed used spaces um so and, and you, you say that obviously that your your mission is to deliver unrivaled okay that's 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 a big big claim unrivaled sustainable housing okay can you um, explain that a bit more? Because th- th- those, those, that's that's. uh I- I've got to say, that's like saying, you know, I'm 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 planning to land on the moon. If it's, you've given yourself a really big target, haven't you?
1: Sure. Well, I guess it was an area that. Um it just doesn't work, right? Everything is so tight. The finance is, is is limited. You have to work with a lot of different factors to make the whole site work. So we, we and as you know, uh, uh, 70, 75% of construction is in that area, is in the medium density. So yes, if you have a sustainable house, beautiful. If you have a um, sustainable iconic building, that's beautiful, but, what we are lacking is that majority of the market, which is the uh, the medium density area. And um, uh, I was hoping that um, we can sort of change that context and, and bring some solutions to make that area sustainable.
0: What does
2: sustainable mean to you?
1: Responsible and self-sufficient matter, manner. So, um, Two factors: more responsible, being more responsible and self-sufficient manner. Uh, I would say it was uh, phenomenal. We did a partnership with University of New South Wales, and we looked at different criteria how we can work sort of um, with 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 different manufacturers to um, reduce the energy consumption in that building.
2: Describe some of these sustainable designs. You mentioned medium density. What about medium density? Can you describe some sustainable practices that you've included in your maybe recent projects for example?
1: It's not developed in in Australia. Uh, We found a a few German uh, contractors. They did a few buildings in, in Victoria. They were mostly governmental buildings so they had no residential building in New South Wales and and it was it was it was way too expensive and it was a lot of liability for us in terms of maintenance. Um, so we decided not to go down that path. Uh, but uh, we we worked with Northrop, which is a, a servicing company with the sustainable sort of um, section and uh, we we realized that by doing a VRV system instead of ducting system, uh, we can save around thirty-three percent of of uh, sort of electricity consumption in the building. Um, to explain to you, a VRV system is a, a smart system in a way that in each area of the unit, in each bedroom, let's say, you have a unit, so you can have one room at eighteen degrees, another room at twenty-two degrees, and another room being off. So instead of using uh, 14 kilowatts for the whole unit and and make it cooler or or, uh, or warmer. If you're in one bedroom, you just use two kilowatts for that one bedroom or four kilowatts for that area. So based on, obviously, the the area of, of the space. But that reduces the energy consumption by a, a massive margin. Just to give you an idea, obviously, financially, we are, we are tight. We have to make the whole construction um, um, uh, sort of working with a certain budget. Um, The geothermal energy was around one and a half million dollars. The ducting system was around $200,000 for that development, which is 18 units. The VRV system was around 450. So by uh, spending another $250,000, we managed to sort of find the best solution. Um, and uh, we looked at the windows, um, obviously doing double glazed with, uh, uh, which are thermally broken uh, and, and proper UV um, sort of protection on the windows. That was very important. So we, we talked to a, a few manufacturers and, and many of them said it's just too expensive and, and it's, it's not achievable that the builders usually don't do that in australia i'm like well uh we, we want to do the best to, for, for this building and we talked to aws um what they did um they sort of worked with the uh, uh, fabrication team and they helped us with developing a system that is um uh, 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 financially sort of um, feasible and we managed to get uh uh windows in, in into that building that are thermally broken, double glazed, and they have UV protection, which saved around 30% of energy consumption in that building. I have to tell you, my site manager goes to the site and, and touches the, the, the inside of these windows and gets excited. And they're like, it's not hot it's it's just amazing and they close the doors and you you hear no noise coming from outside and he's like this is a bit scary you know you just live in like absolute silence which is which is quite exciting so we we're planning to not have gas into that building but uh we had some challenges with the uh, authorities and 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 uh, uh sort of uh providing energy to the building because Um, The authorities, they do not count the energy generation that you actually generate on site using solar panels and and, uh, uh, so on. So um, I guess we are learning, uh, but we are getting closer.
0: Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We are indebted to Architectural Windows Systems, whose sponsorship of the 2023 Sustainability Series makes all this possible. Comfort Edge is an energy-efficient range complemented by a minimalist style aesthetic. It creates the illusion of space and a seamless connection between the indoors and the outdoors. Using patent technology by embedding the structural aluminium frame into the surrounding timber frame, the thermal performance of the window or door is greatly improved while also offering increased strength and, of course, improved durability. Comfort Edge is a residential range within the Vantage brand brought to you by Architectural Windows Systems. It is available through 200 licensed fabricators nationwide. For more information, visit vantagewindows.com.au. And now, back to the show. I guess sustainability
2: would be a lot easier. Easier. The design we all live in it live in a box with no windows no doors
1: absolutely because um the, the main point of um uh sort of a- energy transaction that you have with the with the outside world if you want to put it that way is is windows and obviously without windows you have psychological issues and and you have other issues and even with the uh, coloring of the glass, we've worked with the manufacturers to get the best coloring to sort of uh, 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 not have any hues or, or decoloring of the, uh, the sky or, or ocean that, that you're looking at. So you get the perfect blue of the sky or the perfect blue of the ocean from uh, uh, looking through sort of two layers of glass. Um, so, so these are very important in in that sense, and obviously the 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 way that you install the window is important as well, because um, you have to uh, uh, use proper insulation around the windows. Um, so it's 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 a team of um, consultants and experts working together to to put that together to have a perfect window in a sense that you can sit down and enjoy the
2: view you mentioned earlier you know, of grid houses in my mind that sounds like the perfect house really doesn't it because, I mean, sure you're really you're 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 living the the the, the so called fantasy of actually that you're 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 part of you're in you're you're in a city but you're actually separate yeah has that been a popular message in in in, in australia yeah. um or, or and if not why not well, I, I'm I'm thinking that that if I could have a house where I generate my own power, own water, um, and really I'm not connected to any grid, that actually sounds almost perfect. In in in
1: in other areas and sort of expanded in uh, on on our uh, on sustainable features, and that way we are uh, sort of uh, 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 we can offer the same price. So when you come to us, you you buy the same. Uh, uh, price but all those sustainable features which I think every developer should try to do because um, if you look at Tesla model yeah. um, what they did they, they make they made it affordable and they made it convenient right so um, for us if if you really want to make sustainability in, into a fashion, let's say, or into something desirable that everyone wants to do, including the developer who wants to develop, including the architect and the builder, and including uh, the the, the final sort of users or or buyers. We have to uh, 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 value engineer the whole process and uh, uh, get it to the right price for people to be able to afford it, right? And that's what we, we've we been able to do through this vertically integrated system by doing everything in-house.
2: Customers are one thing, but, you know, as, as we both know, councils are another. Um, is it easier or harder to build, or at least design and then build sustainably in, in South Wales?
1: I have to tell you, council is not supportive. Council is not helping us. So... Imagine I have uh, height issues with the buildings and I put solar panels and that doesn't comply with the height and then then it's a mess with council, right? So if, if I bring to council a project that is uh, uh, saving 80% of the energy, they don't care. They they just treat this as, as another project, right? So I see no um, uh, sort of... Uh, 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 encouragement or or support from council in terms of um, supporting sustainable developments. What I see in Europe, many financial institutions, they started to sort of allocate 20% of their finance to sustainable developments. And that's an obligation from the financial providers that they have to, uh, support the, the, the sustainable sort of uh, developments but uh, that's not the trend yet in Australia so no council no um, financial institutions they're supporting sustainability and that's why we, ha- we have to do everything ourselves for now hopefully in the future if we get more support.
0: Do you think maybe the education
2: process needs to be Focused at the councils rather, or the, or the gatekeepers, if you like. I mean, you know, government gatekeepers, rather than firstly going to the to the customer.
1: Well, that would be better if if council forces me to do a, a, a sustainable development, or let's put it in a better way, instead of forcing me, give give me more support or uh, 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 some some. Um, Probably uh, subsidiaries or, 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 or whatever you want to call it, um, they sort of help us in this process of getting a, a, a sustainable development, rather than going to to the customers and creating the expectation there, right? Um, but I guess we have no say as a as a developer. We have no say in, into councils' um, sort of decisions and how they operate and all of that. Uh, but yeah, I would love that coming from the government. I'm, I'm hearing that there are some changes happening in the section J and it's getting a bit tighter and uh, in, in Canberra, actually, they're uh, uh, introducing uh, uh, medium density buildings without gas, no gas going to those buildings. And this is a trend in California as yeah. well. Um, so, so I guess, yes, there, there are some aspects, but we have to be a bit quicker and i um, uh, oh, from my experience, it is possible. We are doing it, right? So it is possible.
0: And
2: uh, in, over the MCC section, change. I mean, there are changes. How are these changes impacting sustainable design moving forward?
1: Well, well I guess uh, waste your money on that. But when when you look at the uh, um, um, the, the bigger picture obviously we have to be sustainable and um Sydney is, is 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 one of the least sustainable cities in the world because of the the way that is a spread and, and there is no density um it is it's just that the 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 the, the, um, the city is huge right um and there is little population for that area right? <laughs> um so i guess if if council focuses on density and providing uh, more density in the areas that they have more amenities rather than creating massive tunnels and massive highways and and taking people outside of the uh, hub areas with no amenities. And then think of, oh, where is the school? Where is the hospital? Where is the shopping center? Right. Um, I guess it's easier to manage the uh, sustainability in, in in that sense. Um But yeah, I I think the whole construction uh, industry needs a a, a revisit of how we build and, and how we consume. I have to add on that point because it's beautiful weather outside, but when I'm sitting inside my double brick house, I don't feel actually the comfort, right? In in winter time, it's colder inside. In summertime, it's hotter inside, right? So I rather just live outside because the weather is so good, you know. Wherever I go in the world, um, I travel a lot because of work and also just to get to know what is happening in the world. I go to Europe. I go to the US a lot, and. Whenever I come back, I look at sinya and I'm like, this is heaven. Seriously, you cannot get better than this anywhere in the world, right? Uh, but I guess when when you go inside uh, uh, the buildings, you're not as comfortable, right? You just want to live outside. So I would say uh, we need to um, consider the, 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 the building methodologies, the materials that we use, and the way that we distribute the density in in our urban planning to come up with a better solution.
2: On the point of solutions, do you think that dealing with companies like AWS, um, local manufacturers, is is a lot better for for developers like like yourself? I mean, we've seen during the, the pandemic that we have issues with supply, well, we can have issues with supply chain, yeah, And that causes a problem. You know, time is money in your business, as you're probably well aware. Um, Do you think it's always better to deal with with, uh, local manufacturers like AWS uh, when when you're uh, building and designing?
1: I always do that. If there is an opportunity to work with a local manufacturer, uh, I'll always try to, first of all, support because that is coming back to me as sort of supporting uh, australian economy if if i'm supporting a, a, a local manufacturer but when i go to details and and certifications and and bits and pieces what you would realize is uh, something that is being um, developed and designed in Australia and manufactured in Australia, they usually uh, give more care in a way. Um, it's it's not just the finance, the, you, you get better quality, and they understand the Australian climate better. So uh, let's say if I would go to China and, and get a, a window in, in China, what they do, they sort of uh, develop that design for everywhere. They send it to the US. They send it to Sweden, and they send it to Australia, right? So, um, but when you're working with a a, a a local manufacturer, obviously the manufacturing for Australia for this climate. Um, and uh, what I find is when you cut the uh, uh, construction time, you actually save money, right? So. If, if you work with manufacturers in Australia and, and you have your product on time and you finish the project on time, that's a huge saving, w- w- which is beneficial for everyone. And on top of that, you get the best quality, you get the best service if if something goes wrong and and you're proud of your product at the
2: end. And on top of that, we've been mentioning very interesting.
1: It's, it's not provided for the building, so you have to do a, a little substation for this building. So you just forget about it, right? It's just impossible. So I guess it's a it's a duty of the the council, the authorities, the developers, and and and, and builders to think of these things now. And if they want to uh, build a, a a medium density building, which is I would say is 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 a national asset because that building is going to sit there for hundreds of years, if if not less. And in many cases, when you structure the building, it's just so complicated to sort of you know um, demolish that building in the future and do a new building. It's it's very different with houses. Um, obviously, it's owned by one person, and you can easily change things. But I think we have to be more careful with. Um, with medium density buildings. And that's what we are doing to sort of future-proof the building and do something that in 10 years time, uh, uh, satisfy the, uh, satisfies the needs of the
2: uh, users. That sounds magnificent, Harlan Samavi, founder of our architectural and development company, OROSI. Thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you for your time.
0: And that is the end of the podcast. This has been Branko Melodic and thank you very much for listening to Talking Architecture and Design brought to you from the Architecture and Design Network. Thank you once again to today's guest, Hamid Samavi from Orossi and of course, Architectural Window Systems, proud sponsors of our 2023 Sustainability Series. Be sure to check them out at awsaustralia.com.au That's awsaustralia.com.au You can also head over to architectureanddesign.com.au for all the latest industry news, views, projects, people, and much, much more. Thank you again for listening and see you next time.